0: Hey guys, so it's Cinnamon and I am here with another episode of Sweet Tea, Southern Mama doing autism from A to Z. And just wanted to check in with you guys and see how you all were faring during this pandemic that we are facing here in the world um, and our nation. Uh, You know, just wanted to check in and see how everyone was doing and uh drop a couple of nuggets as one of my really good friends and cousins can say um to the community um and you know talk with you guys um i know we're all a little stressed um i, I don't even think stress is an understatement at this point about what's going on and you know not really knowing what Honestly, not knowing what tomorrow will bring um, and just having to make some major adjustments in our everyday lives um, has been has caused like some major stress. And I definitely get that because even though our, you know, we everything we do is within our home because we homeschool, you know, we've also had to make adjustments to to our schedules and to our routine, so it has been hard on us as well. But I just wanted to come and you know, talk for a moment. Um, and I didn't even hook up any of my podcast equipment for this, I'm just recording from my phone at this moment. Um, one, because it's late and Cortland's in bed, and I don't want to take all that stuff out and. It, you know, bring the you know talk or whatever and stuff. So, I'm just gonna talk here and um, just share with you some thoughts that I have and uh, and how we've been adjusting to, um, I guess, what will be the new normal for a while. Um, as I stated, as you know, we already homeschool, so the homeschool aspect of it we have it down pat, you know, it's, it's nothing to us, um, schedules in place and we get up and we do it. Um, I, I noticed that it's been hard for some people as you know, right now, the only means of real communication or you know, that we have with one another is social media. So we're privy to what people are going to and their stress and the things that are, you know, bothering them or weighing heavy on them at this, at this time. So when I'm on social media throughout the day and I'm scrolling and I'm reading some of the, you know, the posts or whatever, in some instances, my heart goes out to most people, but, um, especially within our community, because I understand the, you know, what these adjustments you know, may have done to the kiddos that, you know, have special needs or that are on the spectrum, what they are going through and what they are facing daily. Because as I've said in many, you know, episodes before, for our kiddos, you know, routine is very important. If that routine is thrown out of whack, then we're faced with major backlash from our kids, so to speak. um You know, we face meltdowns, you know, it's hard to get them back on track. And so a lot of parents are genuinely worried about that. And within good reason, they are. Um, and also a lot of our kiddos, you know, they have services like therapy services that they, you know, go to each week, their sessions or where therapists come to them, or they go to clinics, or they get some services in school and some services at home that really have been you know unraveled so to speak at this point because we are practicing you know the social distancing and so we can't have therapists in our homes our kids are not in school so what do we do we do we make it do with what we what, what we have um and one of my really good friends one of my best friends um who I, and partner with for we start recently did a soft launch of our nonprofit organization mad moms advocating daily for autism um did a did a live video today on Facebook and she brought up a very valid point um you know just in general just general conversation um you know just giving some advice on how she does things and um as an autism parent, as a parent of a child that has a child on the spectrum, um I tend to do the same practices, and so I kind of get where she's coming from on this. Um, I think we become too and this is in the you know special needs community as well as the neurotypical community we come too de- we become too dependent on our school systems to do everything for our children. Yes, they are supposed to educate them from the hours that they're there, but once school is out, it should also continue within the home. Yes, I know everyone works, not everyone is a stay-at-home mom like me, um, and everything, but don't get it twisted <laughs> because this stay-at-home mom does a lot so don't ever think that because I stay at home that I don't do anything I homeschool my kid I do therapy sessions you know I he's my child so I have to make sure that he has everything that he needs cook clean bathe all that stuff so I'm just not sitting here eating bonbons all day and I think a lot of you think that's what we do but that's not what we do but anyways that's neither here nor there but um i'm kind of like flabbergasted by some of the questions and you're within right to have your questions and your concerns or whatever about the stuff that you know how how, how are you supposed to navigate this um it's simple you incorporate a schedule like you would incorporate when they're like the schedule that they have with they have in school yes i know some of you still have to work But whomever your caretaker is, whomever you're paying to watch your child while you're at work, you should have them incorporate that schedule for them so that they stay on track and they stay within routine so that if they do end up going back to school, which I highly doubt they probably won't, then they'll still be in the routine of going to school. You get what I'm saying? Like, so, but that... I wanted to talk about that um, just because I, I'm i just, I'm a, I'm a little worried <laughs> because I think you're making, I think in my opinion, um, a lot of it is just, it's panic because you don't know what's going on. And so your panic carries over into what should be something, what should be natural and almost simple in a sense. Um, even if you do work an eight hour job and you come home, when you come home and your kids in school are in school, do you just come home and you don't help them with their homework or you don't, you know, go over what they've done during the day. And I know the majority of you do, but from some of the reactions I'm seeing from some of you, I'm almost wondering if, if you do. And, um, it's really honestly, it has me flabbergasted. But anyways, I wanted to talk in this episode about, you know, the, you know, having to adapt to what has, what is now our new normal for the while. We don't know how long it's going to be. But, you know, we're here and we have to pretty much deal with it. So reach out to people that that do this on a daily basis that can kind of sort of guide you. Um, don't be afraid to ask them for help. Don't shun them. Don't look down upon them because right now they are essentially your best friends because they really can be a support system to you during this time. The other thing I want to discuss is the you know the the hysteria that's going on, and you know we we are frequenting. Social media, so much because that's all we have at this moment to really communicate with one another outside of our phones and FaceTime. And a lot of us that are friends on social media, we don't even have one another's personal cell phone number, or, you know, can call one another or text one another. So we communicate via Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok, whatever, whatever platform you use that's what we're using and we are seeing all of the postings about what's going on um, daily, the number of cases as they grow and you know what the government is planning and you know what measures they're taking and so we're discussing it on social media. But I think the one thing that we're forgetting is we're forgetting to encourage each other each other daily to you know keep our heads up. To believe in God, to put God first in everything that we do, because in 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 the end, God has the final say in how how this all plays out. Um, but in saying that, um, I'm I'm extremely blessed. One um, for the community that Cortland and I are a part of, the autism special needs community. Um, I've met some wonderful families, um, some amazing moms. Uh, First and foremost, um, some badass moms. Let me say that. They are some badass moms. Let me just go ahead and say that about them. Um, We forged some great relationships, some beautiful friendships. And as I said, like my friend Danny and I, we soft launched our nonprofit. And we have this amazing project that we've been working so hard on that we are going to launch we're still going to launch it for autism awareness Month, because we do everything from our homes and everything is done virtual and you know through the internet and all that stuff so we can still do what we need to do to continue to you know raise awareness for autism and this morning we had the opportunity to really fellowship with some of the moms that have, you know, signed on to be a part of our project. And I just want to let you know that just in that moment for just that, you know, hour to an hour and a half that we were all, you know, messaging back and forth, talking about the project, it just made a, it made a world of difference because just for that moment, we were able to forget about all of what was going on in, you know, in the world and just, you know, talk about our kids and talk about, you know, this community that we're a part of and share, you know, we, we, you know, we shared some of our fears and we talked about the things that we were doing, the strategies that we had in place. And we know that we can go to one another at any given time of any given day. And, you know, just say, Hey, look, I'm feeling a little down. I'm a little stressed. Let's, you know, do you have a moment to talk? Can I bend your ear? And we're going to be there for one another. The other thing is it's just. It's beautiful to see how excited they are to join Danny and I on this, you know, endeavor that you that we are about to launch in just like in just a few short weeks. Like I just realized that it's like just a few short weeks before we do this and I'm eternally grateful for these women because in all that they are facing at this time, with the disruption of their routine, you know, having to homeschool their kids and having their kids' routines disrupted, you know, not getting the services, trying to figure out how to incorporate that into their daily routines, they are still on board to do this project. So I want to take this opportunity at this moment to say thank you to all of those women. Um, I. I would name you all, but I kind of want to keep that a surprise for the project. So I'll do thank you, uh, my other thank yous later. The other thing is, outside of my community, um, I have a very, very great group of friends that I absolutely love and adore more than anything in this world. They are more than friends. They have become family. They're sisters. Um, we've known each other for almost <laughs> 20 years. 20 years um we all went to school together at the university sorry I got cut off there as I said that I am I didn't set up any of my podcast equipment for this because Cortland is asleep and unfortunately not unfortunately but we are in the same room with one another so and me recording this podcast and it's not really an episode I'm just talking in this episode um I, I kind of disturbed his sleep, so he was making a lot, a, a little bit of noise. But I was talking about, you know, support systems in this in this time, in this you know during this pandemic, this era that we're in right now and um i was telling you about the community of autism moms and the project that we're all working on for autism awareness month and just being able to fellowship with them earlier today and you know just for a moment feeling like life was back to normal and you know we were all going about our daily business and we were okay and um but then we're you know we come back to reality when that's all said and done but then the other thing i brought up was you know um a group of, you know, friends that I have, like fam basically family, um, like my sisters, uh, friends that I went to school with at the University of Tennessee. And I was saying that we you know, we all lived in the same dorm. Um and we all basically the majority of us all lived on the same floor. But even if there was someone didn't live on our floor, we all lived in the same dorm and You know, every day we would always be on our floor and we called it the penthouse floor. And um and it was an old building, but we we made it a point to, you know, spend time together each day. Um, we made it a point to do activities together, we ate dinner together, we went out together, you know, we just we build and we forge great relationships, friendships family, sisterhood that we're able to carry on now 20 years later. And um as I was saying, you know, we all have our families now. Um, The majority of us have kids, have children. um, And but in our daily lives, we try to, even though we're busy, we try to at least once, like once or twice a month, reach out to one another just to say, hey, thinking about you, love you guys, praying for you and your family. So last Thursday when, you know, before everything started to shut down and the the mass hysteria started, I sent a message to my sisters and I, you know, just let them know that I was thinking about them and, you know, hoping that everyone was okay and that Cortland and I, you know, we were going about our normal lives and, we were throwing caution to the wind and we had turned on the music and we were bumping it really loud and we're singing really loud to the top of our lungs out of key because, well, Courtland can sing, I can't sing. But, you know, that's what we were doing and that's how we needed to approach this even with, you know, the other things that we needed to think about as well. Um, But, and then in that, we, I shared that with him. And then one of my sister friends, um, Ebony, um, she has for the past couple of days been inspiring us and she shared with us some beautiful words and it really, really has gotten me through my days and I'm pretty sure it's gotten the other girls through theirs as well, um, and so I'm saying that to say that in this time, we, we can't be face-to-face with one another, but that doesn't mean that we can't be there for one another. Be a support system to your sisters and your brother. Be they black, white, red, blue, orange, or yellow. Be a support system to them. Stop trying to put the next group of people down because your life is changed and the new normal is something that you are not accustomed to. The one person or people that you have frowned upon or looked down upon before all of this happened to you are the people that really can help you, help get you through this regardless of if it's just a word of encouragement or you know just showing you how to do something be the support system that we know that we can be for one another at this moment nothing matters no separate communities matter no separate races matter the only race that matters is the human race so let's be that encouragement to one another and let's you know let's pray together, let's, you know, fellowship together on social media. Um, I also have this other friend, lover to death, and I told her the other day, I'm not going to call her name, but if she listens to this, she's going to know who she is. I told her the other day, thank God for her because she has kept me laughing throughout all of this. And that's just who she is on any given day. And it's it's not because of this pandemic or anything. That's just the type of person she is. And anyone who knows her is blessed to know her. But anyways, in doing this... Whatever episode of you know Sweet Tea Southern Mama, doing Autism from A to Z, I just kind of wanted to give you insight into what our world was like at this time. Yeah, we've had we faced a lot of changes because we aren't getting the therapy services. You know, um, our our sis our schedule has stayed the same. With the exception of the therapy, because we homeschool, so it has been easier for us to adjust because we had already made that adjustment. Um, but you know, the therapy is the only thing that we that we aren't getting right now. we pretty much stay home a lot because when you have a kid that's on the spectrum, it's just kind of hard to do a lot of things because you never know what's going to trigger him, what's going to cause him distress. So we've gotten accustomed to just being home a lot. And so we figure things out, you know, there's backyard fun, you know, there's an indoor bounce house, you know, there's so much stuff to do that we, you know, we do a lot of things. So we're adjusting. So if you guys need any ideas of how to make that adjustment, hit me up in my inbox on Facebook, Instagram. Those of you that know me personally, shoot me a text message. You know, I'll I'll be glad to help you. But um just be vigilant in everything you do. Um be safe. Uh be be smart. Um but also be a good neighbor to you know, a stranger to your friend, um, to your family member, you know, be, be a good person to them and, you know, reach out to people, you know, check on them, see how they're doing or reach out to people. If you, if you need to talk, like I said, this morning did me a world of good for, because just in that moment, wasn't thinking about the, uh COVID-19 virus. I wasn't thinking about it. I was thinking about all the great stuff that's going to happen next month when we really launch our nonprofit. You know, as I said, we did the soft launch. So, I really am excited about what's coming. I hope you guys are going to enjoy it. And I want to take this opportunity also while I'm talking um while I'm talking to shout out my very um talented niece Alicia Brown, who um, has her very own candle making business um, inside the house, and she developed an autism awareness candle for Cortland and his best friend Mello, and it's called Court and Mello's Playhouse, and I'm so excited. I can't wait for her to launch that um, for Autism Awareness Month i um, really excited about that and very, very appreciative of her to, you know, think enough of my baby and his friend to take the time to develop this. We had talked about it and she said, Auntie, I got you. Don't worry. I'm on it. And she turned it out. And I'm very, very thankful for that. But anyways, um, I'm rambling, but I haven't recorded a podcast in a while and I didn't want to come on here just talking about autism I wanted to just really talk to you guys as if you were my friends and if we were sitting in the house having a normal conversation with one another because I think that's what we need at this time we need normalcy we need a normal conversation and we're not getting that because we're having to practice the social distancing and we're we're confined to our homes and you know so a lot of us we aren't getting it so I just wanted to take the time to give some drop some nuggets like I said like one of my really good friends likes to say um you know I'm gonna drop some nuggets on you but um and for and you know, to to say a quick thank you to, you know, all our healthcare workers and our, you know, grocery store workers and, you know, retail and, you know, our truck drivers and, you know, our first responders, our police officers, our firemen, you know, because they still ha our EMS, because they still have to work no matter what. Um, our government officials, um, state government, um you know, our Congress, like we got to say thank you to them for working so tirelessly to try to make sure that we we survive this and to try to, you know, contain the spread of this virus. So we definitely have to, you know, to stop and think that, you know, we have to put our political affiliations behind us at this moment and we have to put our, you know, our culture and our um, cultural, and our, uh, you know, race. We have to sort of kind of put that behind us at this moment and just kind of realize that we are a human race and that we all have to get through this together and be there for one another. So definitely want to say thank you to all of those that are working behind the scenes. Definitely appreciate you. And definitely have some family that's in the healthcare profession. I definitely thank you guys. You know, my favorite boy cousin is a truck driver and he's out there. He's moving those loads for you guys so that you can have the necessities that you that you need, the things that you need. Um but the other thing I want to I want to say is this. Don't become a victim to everything you read on social media. And please, please, please fact check whatever you see because when you're reading these things It does tend to make you, it stresses you out. It makes you panic. It causes the mass hysteria that we saw with the grocery stores and there not being any food. And I want, I, I'm willing to bet that started with that video that was going around last week about, you know, you're going to be quarantined for two weeks and you need to go to the grocery store. You need to stock up. But people were stocking up on toilet paper. What's that about? I have no idea. But anyways, um, That's neither here nor there, but, um, just be like, be vigilant in that stuff. Like, you know, read, fact check and, you know, like pay attention. If you need to, if you want to know anything, turn on your TV and stay off social media when it comes to that, because they are giving details and some of it may not necessarily be accurate, but it's more accurate than some of the stuff I see people posting on Facebook. But Again, that's neither here nor there. And the other thing is, I want us to—I want us at this moment to stop being so quick to judge. Um, if anything, that should teach us that. This should teach us that. Um, because I don't know how many times I've heard from people, from individuals, um, when I say, you know, I'm busy. And whether it's joking or whether they're serious, they come back and say, what are you busy doing? You sit at home all day. Welcome to my world. Because the one thing that you're complaining about doing with your kids now is what I do all day long. And I do it with a special needs child. So welcome to my world. Don't ever discount what someone does because they don't go outside to work. Because they stay at home. They ain't just sitting on the couch eating bonbons. I know I might look like I'm just sitting on the couch eating bonbons. But trust me, I'm not. But I just want us to be mindful. I want us to be prayerful. I want us to be vigilant. I want us to think of our neighbor. I want us to think of our families. I want us to think of ourselves. Because that's what's going to get us through this. You know, I'm probably going to try to do like a real episode, um, a full episode here in the next couple of days. Um, our schedule goes on just like everybody else's. So we still have school, but luckily we're three days ahead in our assignment. So we kind of have a little leeway where we can play Um So I'll probably do an episode, um, and give some advice about what, you know, my autism families can do during this time with their kiddos and, um, set up, you know, like a support system through our nonprofit for anyone that needs to reach out and talk, uh, we're available for you to talk to us, but I just wanted to come and just drop some nuggets, um, I keep going back to that. One of my really good friends who's like a cousin, more like a sister. Um, She says that all the time. And that's where I got that from. So Monique, I'm using your term, I'm dropping some nuggets. Um, But I'm just really just talking. I'm just having a conversation with you guys. Not really doing an episode, but just talking and talking through some of my feelings and stuff. um, And some of the stuff that I see and, you know just some of my experiences that I've had in the past week and a half with this, I guess you could say, quarantine and uh, and everything. Um, so everyone stay blessed, stay healthy, stay smart, and I'll be back soon with another episode of Sweet Tea. Southern Mama doing autism from A to Z. Good night. God bless.